Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Accelerate Your Business Growth with your host, Diane Helbig. Diane is a leading small business development and leadership coach, author, and speaker who is passionate about sharing valuable ideas, tips, and techniques with business professionals worldwide. Diane brings you the world's experts and gurus in all things business, whether it's sales, structure, social media, planning, or plateauing, guests bring their expertise and energy to each episode. When growing your business is your focus, Accelerate Your Business Growth is the show to listen to. Got a topic or guest suggestion? Let Diane know. The goal is to make sure you have the information you need to move your business forward. Thanks for joining us. Settle in and enjoy. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free book when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth. Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast continues to enjoy inclusion on lists of the best podcasts to listen to. For business, uh, sales, uh, entrepreneurship, uh, you name it, uh, leadership, Uh, and it's really because of the guests who join me uh, to share their expertise with all of you so that you can do better things in your business. Today is no exception. My guest today is Gresham Harkless, Jr., otherwise known as Gresh. Gresh is the founder of cbnation.co and the founder and digital marketing specialist behind Blue 16 Media. Blue 16 Media is a digital marketing company providing digital marketing services to small to medium-sized businesses and organizations. Central to his marketing philosophy is that you are a media company. cbnation.co is a business-to-business brand focusing on increasing the business success rate by providing blog, podcast, and video content. Thanks so much for joining me today, Gresh. Diane, thanks so much for having me on. I am thrilled to have you on. Um, toward the end of the podcast, I'm going to ask you some questions about CB Nation and, and Blue 16 Media, uh, but, but I uh, am struck by this philosophy uh, that um, this you are a media company and so I'm wondering if you can expand on that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think that um, the, the the great thing is that it kind of aligns with everything that I'm doing with Blue 16 Media and CB Nation, but kind of the... I guess the really big opportunity entrepreneurs and business owners kind of have in this day and age is that 
uh, the good and bad is that we have so many kind of tools at our disposal. Uh, and that's ways that we can, you know, talk about really anything, but from a business owner standpoint, you're trying to figure out how to get the name of your business or your organization out. So maybe you can get more donors if you're an organization or you're trying to get more, um, more people to buy your products and services. So it's really taking this kind of mindset to developing your marketing strategy for your business and also how to get your name out there for your business and kind of create that strategy around it. So that's where uh, that you are a media company kind of comes in because we have so many tools at our disposal and a lot of times um, they're very, very low cost, if not sometimes free. Um, and it's all in how to create content so that you're, you're really connecting with your target market. So like I have a whole entire like kind of step-by-step process, but really uh, the thing that I usually try to say is kind of approach the business and approach your marketing strategy, approach the content that you're creating, like your, your own kind of Washington Post. I'm in the Washington DC area, but you could be, you know, USA Today or, or ABC, whatever is kind of like your, your way that you like to take in content. If you understand like who you're trying to target and you approach the marketing strategy and, and content that you're creating like that of a news organization, it, it'll provide you a really great opportunity to provide, you know, your target market with exactly what they're looking for. I just love that. I, I think it is such a great way of looking at marketing that is understandable for any business owner, whether they have like previous marketing experience or marketing mindset or not, you know, which I think most of them don't. And so marketing is something they struggle with, but to be able to look at it that way just is so clear. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I mean, I think that a lot of times it's just, Work, I always say work backwards. So if you understand who your target market is, and usually if you've been in business for a certain period of time, even if you're just getting started, you probably have an idea of who you want to see come through the door over and over and over and over again. And if you have taken the time or you can take the time to do like a quick questionnaire, like what types of things are they interested in? how can you position yourself to be that expert? And I think that's really like a, a great opportunity that a lot of people aren't really taking it as much advantage of. And do you think that um, uh, people don't realize how much they really know about things? Like, like I hear people say, um, oh, come on, everybody knows that. When the truth is, no, they don't. That They don't know as much as whoever this person is who decided to start a business around a particular subject. Yes, um, absolutely. I think it's kind of like that imposter syndrome where yeah. we, we either think that we either downplay what we know. And I struggled a lot with this myself. So I definitely can, you know, speak to that. Or um, you sometimes don't realize the amount of information you know. So you either think it's not a value or you know more than sometimes you even give us give ourselves credit for. And I think that kind of, you know, has to do with that imposter syndrome. But I think that it goes so far to, even for me, like in my early days of business, I would basically just sit down with people and really thought they were pulling my leg when they say they didn't really know how to do that. Because a lot of times the things that we do best um, are sometimes gifts that we have and we do them so naturally that we need other people to say, hey, you should maybe start a business or that's really something I want you to create more content about. But a lot of times we don't give ourselves nearly enough credit for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is absolutely true. Okay. So if someone is thinking about 
creating a marketing strategy, are there steps that they should be going through? I mean, you, you mentioned before, you know, start at the end, think about your audience and information that they want. Um, once someone knows that, like, are there, are there steps – additional steps they should go through? Are there different avenues they should maybe think about um, sharing information that maybe are a little out of the norm? Yeah, so I definitely think that there's, uh, and I have like kind of like a six step process for exactly how you should do that. But kind of like, uh, you know, you just said, and you know, I touched on a little bit is that usually you really want to answer, I usually say about three questions, I call it like kind of like the pre work you do before you even jump in. I think most of the times we jump into, um, you know, platforms, which is there's always a time and place for that, you know, to, to experiment. But I think when you really want to think from a strategic standpoint, you want to, you know, understand your target market you want to paint a picture of exactly who you want to target you want to know you know their age uh, where they like to spend time uh, what time of day they they want to eat lunch just all of those things and understand that that's gonna always be a um, continual kind of process that that market research so to speak where you're going to be learning more and more about your avatar your target client or or customer but once you get clear on that um or have an idea of that, I should say, then you, I, I think you get crystal clear on your resources. Um, and the reason that that's important, because a lot of times, depending on the amount of budget that you have, you know, for your marketing, you might have, especially when you're starting, you might have more time than you have money to devote to your resources. So maybe you're going to do different things, but maybe that starts to adjust as you get more established in your business, you start to get more clients, um, you start to, to be exactly how you want your business to, to, to run, so to speak. And you, you start to shift exactly what um, actual um, steps you're taking. And then um, I think the last question before you probably jump right in is you really want to know, um, I, I often use the phrase secret sauce. Um, you want to know that thing that makes you unique or makes your organization unique. And a lot of times that can start from why you started your business. I, I can't tell you enough how many entrepreneurs and business owners I talk to that say, you know, I, they were frustrated with this or, you know, they, they didn't like that or this didn't exist. So that's why they decided to start their business. A lot of that is exactly, exactly what um, is that secret sauce of what makes you unique, what makes you tick. But also if you're founding your organization, it also can help you help you figure out what makes your organization tick as well. Oh boy. I, I so like that. It's funny. You were talking about that and I was thinking about, um, an organization that I heard about that created, they, they had a baby and they couldn't get the baby to sleep. And so they created this product and um, there's always a reason, right? I mean, if you're going to start a business, there's, there's a reason, there's a dissatisfaction in the marketplace or there's something that you uh, have noticed that is a need that, that people have. And so, um, really being able to hone into what is it about that and what is it about you that is valuable gives people that, as you call it, secret sauce, which is great, that differentiator. Yeah, absolutely. So talk to me some about web design because this is another place that I think a lot of new businesses and a lot of small business owners um, struggle with 
what really are some best practices, especially because it changes all the time. But but what are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that, um, you know, even in going through those six step process, I, I have like a, a kind of an acronym, I, I call it recipe with the three P's in the middle. Um, but um, one of those, that second step is actually the crust, or, or I call it the crust of the foundation. And the reason I call it the crust is because it kind of brings everything together. Um, so when you're thinking about your website, a lot of times it's what you're going to draw people back to. And, and granted, you know, there's a lot of different opportunities out there. There's social media, there's, um, you know, blogs, podcasts, so many different things that you can do. And a lot of times you can embed, you can create, you can build those into your actual website. Um, but the, one of the reasons I, I say it's your crust because it brings everything together is because you really want to think about how you can draw people there. And it's one of those platforms that you own more than anything else. Um, so when you are using social media and different platforms, a lot of times you don't control things like the organic reach. You don't control, um, you know, how many people see your posts a lot of times without, you know, doing advertising, of course. Um, but your website usually own, you can, you can update it. You can, you know, decide to move, you know, pictures or images around. You can have your call to action higher and you can usually do that um, either if you have the web skills or if you, you know, know a developer or designer to do it. But I, I really think having that understanding of exactly like what a website is and how it's not just something you put up there, which is one of the pitfalls I think a lot of people run into is that they don't see it as a way for you to um, potentially get more opportunities for your business. It can actually be, you know, like a living, breathing, non-sleeping um, employee that can advocate for your behalf. It's just all in how you leverage it and, and how you do it. Um, and I think, you know, having that strategic mindset helps you to kind of understand that so you can start to, you know, take those steps to create a website that is, is able to, able to do that and accomplish that clearly. And, and I mean, there's a, a lot of different kind of things that you um, can do, you know, from a website design standpoint, but I think just understanding that from a strategic a standpoint that my website is actually something that can advocate on my behalf when I'm sleeping, when I'm eating, when I'm, you know, going to meetings, whereas this opportunity or this platform doesn't necessarily have to do that is, is a big thing that I think a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners miss out on. Yeah, I do too. I, I think that's a great point. And I love that, it, that, that it's uh, working for you when you're sleeping. It's that unpaid employee, really, who's, who's getting information out there and, and doing all that. Would you recommend that people, um, like if they decide to do a, bod, a podcast or a blog or um, video, that they – host it all from their website or should should they start someplace else and then maybe they can migrate it over i mean what what are what are your thoughts on that I mean, I think it definitely depends on different scenarios, you know, going back to what your overall goal is. But um, one of the things that I think people miss out on is more times than not, I believe that you should. Um, again, again, you know, if you have a, you know, if you have a cooking site and then you decide that you want to do a sports podcast and it's something that's not in alignment, maybe you don't necessarily want to do that. Um, but if it is in alignment, one of the, the great benefits of having content that's on your domain, um, and by domain, I mean like the www.whateveryourdomainis.com um, or 
co or whatever that might be. One of the benefits is that you have constantly changing content that's on your website. So that's going to help you out from a search engine standpoint. So you're going to get more traffic and more people going to your domain. Your, your domain is going to look more credi credible, largely because you have that constantly changing content. So that whether that be a blog or a podcast, or even, you know, if you host, for example, you, you host your videos on YouTube, but you embed them onto your website and people are playing them from your domain, that's going to help you out. So I think just from that standpoint, assuming everything is in alignment and it's, you know, it's hitting your goal. I think that that's kind of one of the things that a lot of people forget. Like when they do a podcast, it's great to use, you know, a lot of these, um, these platforms out there. And a lot of times when you create a podcast, it will have the opportunity to host your, your podcast there. And, you know, there's a definitely a place for that. Um, going back to, you know, understanding your resources. But I think when you kind of take a step back and want to try to have people go more to your, your website to, to get that free offer or to, to maybe download your ebook or um, to, to purchase your products and services, you want to start drawing people and getting more traffic and more credit on your actual domain. So that's why you want to, at the very least, embed, you know, your videos, your, your audio, create your blog, you know, directly on your domain. Because again, it's one of those platforms that you own. Um, and I even compare it to kind of like building a house. You want to build and put those bricks in place. And the more you create content, the more you have pages and posts, uh, the more you start to build a, a bigger and bigger house and that you can, that can benefit you down the line. Hmm. That's a great way of looking at it. Okay, I'm going to take a quick sponsor break and then I have some more questions for you. Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast is happy to be sponsored by Audible.com. Audible.com is a leading provider of spoken digital audio entertainment and information. They have over 150,000 titles to choose from, and you can listen to them on any device, including whatever you're hearing us on right now. And if you sign up at our link, which is audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, you get one free audiobook and a one-month trial of the service. Some examples of books you can listen to on audible.com are Two Brain Business 2.0 by Chris Cooper, and Leading Loyalty by Lena Renee. So visit audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth, explore the books that are of interest to you, and receive one free audiobook when you sign up for the trial. Today we're speaking with Gresham Harkless about developing a marketing strategy. So Gresh, you mentioned SEO a minute ago, and this is like the big mystery of um, any sort of digital marketing um, so I'm curious, what mistake do most people make when they're working with SEO? Uh, there's a there's a ton of them that, that people make. Um, if I could say maybe a, a few of the biggest ones is that not understanding that you're, you having a website and you being online, you pretty much have already started with SEO. Um, I say a lot of times it includes everything you do online. So as I spoke about a little bit earlier, that if you decide that you have your, your main business might be a cooking, um, a cooking site or a cooking blog, or maybe you do like health consulting for people that are cooking um, different recipes and you decide to do a sports blog and you try to kind of conflate both of those things and you try to have both of those go to the same domain that can, 
kind of negatively hurt you from a search engine standpoint, because all of a sudden your domain kind of has two different types of content uh, coming to it and linking back to it. So I think that you want to be really, and it's not just, you know, a lot of times people, you know, tell their kids, especially to say, you know, be careful what you put online and be careful, you know, what you post and things like that. You also have to do that from a, a business standpoint, because a lot of times you will confuse search engines because they're not sure exactly what is to follow uh, when you go to that domain. So you want to be very kind of diligent and careful about what you're doing from a, a, a domain standpoint. And if you do want to, you know, create that sports blog, then you want to put that on a, an entirely different site. Um, and I think um, kind of along the lines of that is a lot of people will uh, just get links and, and comment and post on places just because they hear um, something called backlinks, which are essentially links that are not on your domain going back to your site. So a lot of times they will just go to different sites like, you know, Fiverr has um, places where you can purchase, you know, a thousand links for $5, not understanding that backlinks are not, um, they're not all equal. So when you have a link that goes from a different domain to your website and saying, hey, go to your, click on, click on this and go to your website, um, a lot of times they have different ranks as well. So when you have low quality backlinks, it can actually hurt your domain more than anything else um, because you don't have you have low quality um, links going back to your site. So for example, like a, a, a podcast site like yours, um, where you, ha you have, you know, so many, so much renown and, and so much uh, authority, um, not just from the words that you receive, but also just from a search engine standpoint to have a link from your domain going to a person's site is really high quality. But if it's somebody that maybe is not as trustworthy, it's not going to be equivalent. So just understanding that all links are not equal is somebody that has potentially been in business and has a, a, a higher authority um, from a search engine standpoint, especially provides really higher quality, you know, links as well. And, and if I can, you know, give you one more is um, sure. understanding that um, a lot of people say, depending on what the name of their business is, when they search for their business, they can be found on search engines. That's another big thing because a lot of times, unless you have a tremendous um, advertising and marketing budget, you may not have that brand awareness as much as you would um, for the service that somebody's providing. So what I mean by that is, for example, like I, we provide kind of like web design services. So you may not have necessarily heard about my business name, but you may have heard about web design services because you may have needed it for your business. Or again, if you're a chef, maybe you, you provide some type of um, culinary services. So people are actually searching for those keywords instead of, um, searching exactly for your business name. So a lot of times from a business standpoint, unless you're like a Google or a really huge company, you want to show up for those services. So when you're starting to optimize your website and, you know, getting into, you know, figuring out, um, you know, what goes on the back end of your website, like your title tag and your meta description um, and doing that analysis, you want to think about it as far as somebody who doesn't know you. Um, a lot of times business owners say, I rank for my business name, and that's great, 
But nine times out of 10, somebody who knows your business name probably already knows how to get in contact with you. Whereas you want to, again, create that visibility from your website standpoint. And in order to do that, you want to optimize your site um, and everything you're doing for those products and services that you're providing. That's awesome. Thank you for that. I think that is huge advice. Along the lines of um, of digital, uh, you know, we have this whole social side of it, and so I think a lot of people, well, I think a lot of people misunderstand that side of it. But it's it's also like valuable for networking, and I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit about, like, in your experience, the role networking has played in your business. Yes, it's been huge. I largely started my digital marketing business from a networking group where I got really serious about it. And kind of speaking, it's funny how everything comes full circle. What we spoke to in the beginning is when I started, I used to always work on like websites and always been kind of like a geek at heart. I never really saw value in what it is that I provided. And it wasn't until I started to network actually that I ran into people that needed the services that I provide. And otherwise I would have never known um, that it was of any value. So I, I learned a lot and this was more face-to-face networking actually um, that I tremendous, I, I learned a lot about networking, how important it is to, to provide value, how important it is to give um, and not necessarily have a transactional approach to networking, but more relationship building. And a lot of times the phrase um, farming instead of hunting comes up. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's like really learning to get to know somebody, learning to see how you could potentially help them and do it from a a genuine standpoint that allows you to to have that opportunity to for the business to grow. And, you know, there's a, I guess the quote is, if you help enough people um, get what they want, that helps you get what you want. It's not necessarily that you're always thinking from that perspective, but if you have that giving mentality and you understand that you want to try to help people be successful, a lot of times just energetic it always comes back, at least in my my opinion. So what I have started to do myself is um, I feel like I learned a tremendous amount um, from networking just from that standpoint. And I think that there is definitely an opportunity to do that um, digitally, digitally as well, where you have the opportunity, if you have a podcast, to interview like entrepreneurs and business owners and, and really get the, the opportunity to, to allow people to share their expertise, or you get to maybe feature them on a Facebook Live, or you get to go to like a Facebook group, and you really get to have those exact same principles where you are giving, you are providing value, you are connecting people with um, what they're looking for. And if you are kind of seen as that go-to expert or the person to, to call on, a lot of times, um, it helps you to build your business and an organization and your overall expertise and, and your brand, your personal brand a lot of times because you are that person that can always be called on to, to provide some type of value. So I think it, it goes a long way. And unfortunately, or fortunately, you know, it, it does take time to kind of build that. But I think that the, the respect that I have, you know, for people that have been able to do that and I'm always, you know, working towards doing that is that it isn't something that you can do with like kind of an easy button or is done overnight. Those relationships are built over time. And I think that that's one of the big things that 
a lot of people may not necessarily want to hear about networking, but I think it is all relationship centered and you want to definitely make sure that you do that as much as possible. I totally agree with you. Thank you so much for that. I completely agree. And it does take time, but that's, it's relationships, you know, they all take time. Uh, and the value is, is so incredibly great. Um, now, you have a podcast that I've had the honor of being on uh, where you ask guests what being a CEO means. And I am curious to know what it means to you. Yes, absolutely. Well, the honor was definitely all mine, Diane, to have you on the show. And um, it, was a, it was a great episode. And, and I love and I've been, you know, truly, you know, honored and blessed to, to have so many different types of quote unquote CEOs on the show. And really, when I when I wanted to start the show, I wanted to have everybody to find it for themselves. Um, that's one of usually the last question that I'll ask is like, what does being a CEO mean to you? And one of the reasons that I wanted to do that was because I felt like there wasn't a one size fits all fit all definition. And I thought that it was a little bit more um, philosophical, maybe uh, for lack of a better term on what exactly it means to be a CEO, because I always saw it as somebody being, you know, forward thinking and having that strategic mindset towards their business, whether they're a solopreneur or whether they, you know, had, you know, a thousand employees and a stock ticker price and a, and a board to, to, to um, answer to. I felt like that strategic mindset was something that um, it didn't matter what size business or what um, industry business you were in, if you had that strategic mindset, you could definitely be a CEO. But I also thought that when you do have that, you start to really think beyond yourself. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to have a lot of employees to have that, that value that you're providing. Sometimes you're doing it with, you know, potential strategic partners. Maybe you're doing it with contractors instead of employees, or maybe you are doing it with employees. So that's one of the, the big things that I wanted to try to, you know, keep in mind as well. But probably the thing that I think probably pushed me um, more than anything else to want to kind of create the podcast was that I felt business as a whole was transforming. And in, in touching and looking at those different kind of foundational principles, it wasn't necessarily like you had to have, you know, a certain amount of revenue, you had to have a certain amount of employees to be a CEO, it became a lot more of a a moving target, I guess you can say, where if you had kind of like those foundational principles, you could, you know, be a CEO, um, you could define exactly what you're looking for yourself. And I think that when you kind of looked at, you know, a lot of those things, and you had that kind of entrepreneurial, uh, creative approach to business, um, whether you were creating your own business, creating your own podcast, whether you were working within an organization, I felt kind of like, we all kind of had a lot of those foundational principles. And I think as the economy continues to change and, and, and you know, it continues to, to go and have those ups and downs, I think those kind of CEO foundational principles are going to be necessary, not just for, um, you know, uh, the CEOs of big, huge Fortune 500 companies, it's going to be necessary for the solopreneurs, the per the people that have been in business for 10 years or five years, but then also the, the, the people that are maybe even working for organizations, because you're going to have to have those different kind of skills to be successful. So um, 
you know, with that being said, it's hard for me to say that there's like one specific thing that makes you a CEO. I think it's just having a lot of that mentality and that strategic focus and, and providing, you know, a tremendous amount of value. And you can do that, whether, you know, you're working for an organization, you can do that. If you are, you know, a, a driver for Uber, you can do that. If you have, you know, your own podcast, or if you are the, the CEO of, of Google, you know, no matter what it is, if you have those foundational principles, I, I think that truly can define you as a CEO. That is really awesome. I agree with you. I think that's great. It's about mindset. Now explain cbnation.co if you would, please. Yes, absolutely. So cbnation.co is basically kind of like a, a hub for all the content that we do for entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, going back to what I talk, talked about, about the you are a media company, it's all about figuring out like who are the, who's the target market that you, you want to connect with and providing value for them. So on the site, uh, the goal is really two part in that we, we really try to provide visit, visibility for entrepreneurs and business owners to talk about their, their backgrounds, their stories, what it is that led them to get started with their business and also hear about their products and services. But what we're also hoping is that every piece of content uh, hits that part of the mission or also, Um, provides a resource that helps business owners to be successful. So that might be local organizations that you may not know about. Um, It might be um, overall programs that you're not aware of. It might be events that you're not aware of that are going on or books that are launching or coming out. But we really hope to have different types of content that hits um, both of the one, if not both parts of the mission. And, and we do that from a, a blog standpoint. We do that from a, a podcast standpoint, and then also from video content as well. But just because people take in content in a lot of different ways within that community, uh, we provide, you know, different types of content that hits one of those parts of the mission and, and really hopefully um, helps to, to helps business owners and entrepreneurs to be even more successful. That's terrific. And I know you, you are uh, just doing a great job with it, partly because you enjoy it so much. It's, it so resonates from you that you really are passionate about the subject and you enjoy talking to the people you talk to and doing the work you're doing. So good for you. Thank you. Impressive. Um, and, and would you please tell the listeners how they can – Uh, learn more about that, learn more about uh, Blue 16, um, the podcast, the videos, you know, everything. Please. Yes, absolutely. So I, I pretty much have everything on my personal site. So you can type in GreshamHarkless.com or it's a funky spelling progression. It's P-R-O-G-R-E-S-H-I-O-N.com. Um, both of them will take you to the same place. And when you go to the that that site, it'll have different links to each of the different projects, everything from the podcast uh, to Blue 16 Media. Um, but that's kind of like the hub for everything. But of course, directly, you can go to cbnation.co. That has links to everything as far as resources for business owners. And if we can ever help you out with any digital marketing, you can always go to blue16media.com as well. Terrific. Thank you. And thanks for having this conversation with me. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you, Diane. Yep. And I would like to thank the listeners. Um, Hopefully you were paying attention. If not, listen to this one again. Uh, There's a lot of really good content um, around this whole concept of marketing that I think will help all of us. 
Uh, and I'd like to thank our sponsor to get a free trial of audible.com as well as a free audiobook. Just go to audibletrial.com slash businessgrowth to sign up. As always, continue to prosper and be curious. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day. Me, 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 but also you. The Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film, Powder Donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose Coxwain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo. For a podcast known to move the needle for investors, Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.